day and welcome to episode 37 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV with me, Clark, and my co-host Ollie discussing the hot topics from the week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and Google Podcasts and you can even drop us an email with your questions through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie! Hey, what's up? Hello. Clark? How you doing, buddy? I'm great. It's E3 week. It is E3 week. Oh my god, we have so... There's so many things to talk about. There is a lot. It's like Christmas for gamers this week, and it's finally back to being on form. Like, it's it's a good E3 this year. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been really um, good. I've been, had a lot of fun watching through the, the conferences and catching up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I managed to watch the Microsoft One live, but the other ones I've had to catch up uh, today, this morning. But... um. Yeah, they've been really cool. Like the, well, the I've actually uh, fantastic. I went through all of them live, apart from the Square Enix one, because I got a bit bored halfway through that one. I mean, that's um, and I'm also super hyped for the Nintendo one tomorrow night. Like, yes. really hyped. So I feel like we're gonna get some big news in that one. Yeah, very excited. Um, um, but um, I guess um, I'll go over the schedule for today but today is going to be very E3 focused because obviously it is E3 mm. um, but we're going to be looking at the Ubisoft show the Devolver show the Xbox and Bethesda event and then if we get time we're going to jump onto our Nostalgia Bite section which we're going to be talking about Code Wheels uh, which is something from deep in the past um, so I guess before we get into the, the meat of E3 what have you been playing or watching this week, Ollie? Right. So this week, I had to, uh, not going to lie, I had to take a moment to kind of remember what I've been up to this week. But uh, there are actually two games I've played this week, which I can talk about. Uh, one of them is Guilty Gear Strive, which um, came out uh, a couple of days ago. I think it came out like three days ago or something. So a fighting game? Yeah, it's a fighting game. So it's yeah. by the same people who made um, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. It's Arxis. So it's oh, got okay. the beautiful, okay. the beautiful kind of like anime three D aesthetic. It looks two D, but it's actually three D aesthetic. It's like their 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 latest version of that. And oh my god, it looks absolutely phenomenal. Like graphically, it just looks so good. Like uh, the effects, the character designs, the art, like the ways they played with the camera. Uh, what I really like in this game is that they've really emphasized, like, they've managed to also use the art style to emphasize, like, gameplay mechanics as well. Like, there's a thing in fighting games where if you hit someone while they're charging up a move, like, they're starting up a move, it's called a counter hit. And now in this game, when you get a counter hit, which is normally a big thing because it's like you get, like, extra bonuses on your attack, um, it kind of, like, sp- like, zooms in the camera but an at an angle so you can see that the game is 3d and the game kind of like slows down it goes like a kind of like a like slow-mo thing it comes up with this like the the announce basically like counter kind of thing uh and it looks super cool but it's cool that it has like a very big like gameplay uh effect like the art style is now having like a big gameplay effect as well and they've like found a way to like play it into that but yeah um it's been really fun to play so far. I am not a guilty. Uh, this is my first Guilty Gear. This is, I think, this is like the fifth game in the series or something. Uh, I've not played Guilty Gear before, but I decided I want to learn a new fighting game. Might as well pick up a new one that's going to be really popular and that everyone's going to be playing. Uh, and it looks fantastic visually. Um, and I wanted to learn a 2D game. So, seemed like the time to get in. Unfortunately, I will say, I did pay. I paid for the deluxe edition. The, the base edition is £55 on Steam, which is a lot for a video oh, game. For a fighting game? Yeah, it's a lot for is a it, fighting can, game. Can, 
Can I ask a question? Is it a fighting yeah. game that comes with like fighter pass and season pass and stuff, or is it all so, included? Yes, it does. It does come with a season pass. Thank you for asking. Ooh, so I paid seventy nice. pounds for the deluxe edition, so that I get the season pass as well, which is five more characters. But yeah, it's just like, man, fighting games are really bloody expensive, aren't they? Like holy that shit. is that's insane. I mean, I'm all for supporting developers and oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, understanding that these fighting games, they are created over a number of years after launch. Yeah. But that is mental. Like, that's a massive initial cost. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's a lot... Like, the thing that's crazy is that it's a lot of money for, like, what is essentially quite a niche title as well. Like, you know, like, people don't generally get into fighting games. Like, if you're getting into fighting games, it's kind of like a big time commitment. I feel like that's pretty well known these days, I guess. So it's like a lot of money to ask for someone to be like, oh, you know, I'll play a fighting game. But, you know, I guess it's for pe- people who are already into like the fighting game zeitgeist are always go- are already going to be in, I guess. That's why they're making their money. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the game. It's just, it was just like, you know, seeing the 50 to 55 pound like initial price tag. I was like, that ain't cheap, you know, kind of thing. Um, no, that, that's that's a lot for a fighting game. It's a lot, and but you know, like that's kind of standard, right? You know, like Tekken Seven was the same. It was like that expensive when it came out. Maybe for maybe yeah, like forty that's fifty. Fair. Yeah, like like Dragon Ball Fighters. I guess Dragon Ball Fighters is cheaper now, but you know, like I think it's a lot. But um, yeah, it's it. I I don't know how I feel about it. On the flip side, though, I played a different game which is free to play, which is called Muck, and it's on Steam. Uh, it was made by a YouTuber. Uh, I think the YouTuber's name is Danny. Uh, you can follow him on YouTube. Um, but basically, he makes a game. He does like sort of like game dev stuff on the side. But basically, in one of his YouTube comments, someone went like, "I bet you can't make a multiplayer survival game," and then proceeded to make a multiplayer free-to-play survival game for fun, kind of thing. Uh, and just to prove him wrong, the the video of the development of it is very entertaining. I would recommend watching it on YouTube. And then you can download it on Steam and play. Uh, and it's free to play. Uh, played it last night with some friends. Um, it's horribly imbalanced, but it's genuinely, like, quite fun. It's, like, the survival game genre, but put into, like, a Risk of Rain 2-style roguelike, like, condensed. So it's, like, you go through the progression pretty quickly, and the idea is that, you know, the game length is not supposed to last that long. However, once you figure out the game mechanics, you can probably... you, you just kind of become invincible. But the groundwork is there to kind of be, like, there is something interesting here, which I think would be pretty cool. Kind of like a Don't Starve, but with more, like, instead of just it's horribly horrific and you just die, you know, kind of thing. Like, it's so hard to stay alive. I feel like this is like, you know, kind of like a middle ground kind of thing. Building houses is completely useless at this point, uh, but I think it's cool. Whether whether he'll continue updating it, I don't know, but I would say it's free. Download it on Steam, play it for like an hour with some friends. It's good fun. Like, you know. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That's why we're playing Muck and Guilty Gear. So... What about you, That's Clark? That's been playing quite a lot this week. Pardon? <laughs> it says that you've been playing quite a lot this week. Like yeah. that, that's, uh, like you sound really into those games, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um, myself, not not really much of a change. Like, um, I haven't really had much time for gaming because I've been out quite a bit this weekend. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing my usual Pokemon. I've just actually bought uh, Death Stranding, so I'm going to be playing that this week. Is that the PC? Um, Wait, is that the PC version? or just? The... Yes, so yeah. you, can, you can get it for £11 on the Epic Store today. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Which is... So it's currently seventy percent off plus the the ten pound epic voucher, which is perpetual. It, you can keep using it over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to getting started on that. I've been playing a bit more Phoenix Rising and also played a bit more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 
Um, playing ton of Overwatch. Like Overwatch has been my kind of escape this week. Yes. Um, but mainly, I've, I've actually just been watching a lot of E3 content and shows and trailers and and like listening to other podcasters talk about E3. Yeah. Um, but so far, no one's done a recap yet. No one's actually got in, so we're going to be first in there. Oh um, and if we can get this uploaded tonight, Oliver, <laughs> <laughs> if we can get this uploaded tonight, we could be one of the first out there to be talking about E3 as it's happening in well, the go. in the world of podcasts, which is yeah. going to be quite exciting. Um, but otherwise, I mean, what else have I been doing? Like nothing, nothing really that that kind of stands out as as gaming or watching movies. Oh, actually, no, I'll tell you what I did do, which is weird. Um, in the gym. This week, uh, I, I have my phone on the the cross trainer while I'm while I'm running, and I have a TV show or a movie on. I put mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead on for some reason. Oh, good film! Yeah, that movie has aged really well. Oh yeah, like oh, I yeah. mean, it's obviously it's obviously time locked by certain mobile devices and stuff in it, and and there's like CRT screens and whatever. But other than that, that is a really well aged movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny, um, it's it's really well shot, and like the style and the music and stuff is really really good. Um, so I was watching that in the gym and ended up doing like way longer on the machine than I than I thought I was doing <laughs> because because uh, I was really into it. That's good. So there's that. Um, but otherwise, not much else. Could be. Obviously, because of E3, my my time has been pretty much focused heavily on E3. Oh, and I played a bit of Mario Rabbids as well, but because of the announcement, mm-hmm. uh, it got me back into it. So um, so yeah, that's been my week. And I guess we can dive straight Let's into just dive the big... right then. Let's yeah, because we're, we're going to be talking quite a lot today. I can imagine we've both got some pretty heavy opinions on uh, what's been going on. But I thought we'd start with E3 Ubisoft, E3 Ubisoft, the Ubisoft E3 show, mm-hmm. um, it being one of the first ones that went live. So uh, first off, Ollie, did you get a chance to watch the E3 show, uh, the Ubisoft show? Yeah, I skipped. I skimmed through it um, uh, just to see what was getting announced, if there was anything cool. Um, but... Yeah, I, I mean, it was pretty good. I didn't. I think the show was. It was just quite a straightforward. There wasn't anything crazy, right? It was just quite a straightforward show. Or did I miss any? Did I miss any big like sort of you know theatrics or anything this year? We, we, we've got very different opinions on the Ubisoft show, I think. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was possibly their most embarrassing, poor attempt at a show I've ever seen. Okay. Like, I was so disappointed by this show. Um. So there was no weird, like, cringy pandas coming out on stage or let's have our Just Dance moment. There was none of that stuff. It was just a bunch of, like, what seemed to be very unresearched actors reading marketing statements that none of it really made any sense. Right, okay. But it, it got to the point where it, where it sort of lost its sense by the end of the show to, like, it's almost like someone had just Googled, like, popular characters and they just they did mapped them onto these people. Um, it, it, it's hard to explain, but I, I just I didn't find it well informed. I didn't find it interesting, um, and their announcements were just so poor. Like they announced DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. which was announced last year. We knew that was coming. Um, they announced Just Dance 2022. Don't think anyone was shocked by that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but the the big part there is now they're switching Just Dance to a live service. So now it's all about a subscription and whatnot, and how you can subscribe to the songs rather than buying them so just dance down but I'm, I'm pretty sure that already existed in in some form um and also todrick hall is joining the the just dance crew and he's doing his uh, i think it's called lips ass something something uh but todrick hall is a particularly problematic person in the in the gay community he famously made a load of videos years ago and then didn't pay his dancers oh boy. um so yeah so that that was like people were just saying maybe he could just pay his dancers in just dance uh, which was kind of funny. So there was that, which again, 
misdirected, and it kept click, clicking back over to Ease Guillemot, the, yes. the the CEO. Obviously, we know he's a very problematic person. He's currently under fire for sexual harassment and whatnot. Um, so having him even in the show was like really uninformed. And then they focused a ton on Rainbow Six Siege, which and and Rainbow Six in general, which is arguably their most successful franchise. So yeah, I can understand why really they did well. that. Yeah. But do you know what happened with Rainbow Six? Do you know about the the thing that happened over the last few years? No. The, the, the kind of the big thing. No. So it's it's, it's not it's not uh, controversy or anything. It, it's more of like they had to pivot. Um, so I think the name of the game was uh, Rainbow Six Quar- Quarantine, I think it was called. And obviously that's not a very good name to use for a game that's launching this year. Wait, say that one. Oh, Quarantine, did you say? Quarantine, yeah. yes. Uh, and it was it was heavily focused around a virus that had taken over the planet and killed everyone. Um, oh. A little bit on the nose, so a little bit close. So they had to they they, they had to change it to this alien setting, mm. um, and you can tell like those aliens have just been like tacked in at the last minute and they've panicked and just kind of rebuilt the game. Yeah. Um, so what went from looking quite a beautiful game a year or so ago now looks like this rushed, like poorly informed effort. Like again, it was just another one of those things where I was watching it and just going, "What are you doing, Ubisoft? Like this doesn't make sense." Mm. Um, sorry, I'm whining a lot about Ubisoft, but I, I promise you this is the only time I'm going to have negatives to say about E3, because the rest of it is very positive. Well, um, unless we talk about Square Enix. But... You, uh, we, no one talks about Square Enix, though. <laughs> they're, they're just mobile games now. Um, but the other thing is that they also announced this thing called Riders Republic, which is... Um, I don't know if, yeah. if you followed Ubisoft. Did, did you see this? Yeah, yeah, I did see it. Yeah, so thought, what did you think? I thought it looked kind of cool. Like, I guess, you know, kind of like sports games. I never played Steep. I know it's by the same studio that created Steep. But um, you know, yeah, it's kind of obvious, isn't it? It's the same studio that yeah. creates. It's the same game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty similar. But I don't know. I I I think it's cool. Like it looked, <laughs> it looked, it looked kind of interesting, at least. You know, like oh, I, these I sports I... games. Maybe I'm getting confused with the different. There was a different sort of snowboarding game that got announced at E3. Uh, um, yes, but I don't think that was the Ubisoft yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That was dead. a different... I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I, it's, not, it's on my... Li- like, I've got um, all the sites open for all the recaps in front of me, and I'm, I'm going through them as we're talking about them. Yeah. Um, but the, So the, the thing is with that one is that's a game that we've already seen before. That was Steep, effectively. And the pro- the reason that Steep failed is because that, that game is pretty much a free-to-play model being sold at a €70 Euro price tag. Yes. And they're just doing it again. It's like it failed because that's a free-to-play model. You can't you can't sell season passes and cosmetic content as you do on a box model and still expect people to pay season passes all because they won't do it. And they're doing it again. <laughs> Fighting games. <clears throat> with yeah. fighting games you can get away with it but even that that's you need to be an established franchise first you can't do it with the yeah, new franchise yeah, that's fair yeah. I, I thought so I thought this was going to be an Amped announcement so I thought we were going to get like Amped 4 or something oh, or Amped man, 5 that would be cool but... that would be really cool because they, they keep releasing these snowboarding games that are too realistic and we need like an arcade one like SSX yeah that's SSX tricky, tricky or, or whatever. Know, yeah. yeah we do there's definitely space for that and I thought that's what this was going to be and then it turned out to be this like realistic sort of thing that's like i don't know just again it just didn't really feel very inspiring like i wasn't excited by it and this is understanding that when i watched the trailers for steep i was like oh this is kind of cool i mm-hmm. might buy this i have less of opinion of, of riders Republic than i do of steep yeah that's fair <laughs> so i'm not but this is my opinion on it and that's like where i sit um but other than that there was also a game called rocksmith plus which is just more rocksmith which is a, yep. a guitar playing game from years ago more of that but again with a subscription service attached i think we yeah. can see what ubisoft plans are mm-hmm. um 
And then the big one, which was... Um, okay, the, before we get to the big one, there was also this weird pivot where they went off and talked about movies and TV shows. Oh, and yeah. They talk, so they talked about Mythic Quest, which is that terrible TV series that I can't stand. I think it's really bad. Uh, but people tend to like because it's kind of funny and whatever, and it's got uh, Rob McIlhenny in it. Yeah. Um, did, did, I think we talked about it recently. I haven't... In a, I haven't seen it myself, but I have a friend who keeps recommending it to me because I work in the games industry. He's like, "Oh, you'll really like it," and I'm like, "Okay." Yes. I have to really I'm... not not well informed. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. You know, I'm not. I, I'm you like, enjoy it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, to me that that one I didn't enjoy it. Like, because uh, it was it was directly taking the piss out of Blizzard at the time. Uh, like right, absolutely okay. directly taking the piss out of Blizzard and, and at the point where it was being unfair I think like quite unfair mm. it was making some really suggestive moves towards my you know my role um, so I, I watched it and just thought nah this isn't very accurate but whatever like I'm sure people enjoy it and then there was that weird movie called Werewolves Within which was just weird yeah. like, I don't know I don't know what's happening at Ubisoft but it's clearly drugs related um, they're all doing a load of coke or something and then there was Far Cry 6 which had that weird trailer where it was another horrific act happening in front of that kid. Um, did you see the Far Cry 6 trailer? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what do you think? I, I'm, I'm not, <sighs> not right. bad to say about Far Cry. So, I, I, re I kind of really like Far Cry. Uh, I haven't played a Far Cry game since, like, 4, I think. Uh, I played a lot of 3 and 2, and I really like them. Um, for me... I thought the trailer for Far Cry 6 was super cool because, like, the initial was, yeah. the teaser trailer, you know, the one with John John Carlo Esposito. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just really like the. I mean, obviously, he plays the same character in everything he does, but I think it's fucking great. Like, I really like it. But he's good at that character, to be fair. So he should be playing that character, I think, because he's always that character. You're right. Yeah, he's exactly. always the bad guy. Yeah, but then it kind of felt like. I mean. It felt like it was like a very serious, you know, the teaser trailer like, portrayed it to be like quite a serious game, which I thought was really cool. But then, like, obviously, when you actually play Far Cry and we actually saw, you know, the trailer of it, it is not really that. It's more of like a light-hearted sort of like fun game kind of thing. I guess that's part of the charm of Far Cry that you have these like villains who are like super serious and kind of thing, but then you have these kind of protagonists and you know who are like less serious or you know like more fun and you know have pets which are like a bear. Or like in this game, I guess a rooster, you know. Uh, so, yeah, Far Cry is a weird one, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I like it. I've never really got into it, but yeah. I like what it is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's always trying like, to be something different. Yeah, it's just like dumb, you know, dumb action movie, like yeah. shooting loads of guns, doing cool stuff, like stealth action things. You know, they make for great montages on YouTube. I'll say that they do. Yeah, um, and and t to me, Far Cry is the American horror story of the gaming world. Where every season it's a completely different thing, a complete pivot, yes. but it always references itself, and there's always stuff in there that you recognise. Mm. Um, I know that's a weird comparison, but that's kind of where I'm going with that. No, one. I think, or I Final see Fantasy, it, I, I guess. Yeah, it's I like Final it. Fantasy as well. Where it's a different thing with the same rules. Yeah. Um, Far Cry Six looked interesting. It, again, didn't blow me out of my chair, just but I'm like, not a Far Cry fan, so it just looked like action gameplay. You know? Yep. Like more of the same. Um, and then the last two were the surprises to me. So the second of the two I knew was coming. The first of the two was leaked hours before the event. So it was mm. still a surprise, but it was a great surprise. And that was Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Yeah. Which, let's, let's all be real. We want more Mario Rabbids. It was... Uh, would you agree? Like, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think Mario Rabbids is cool. I think it's quite... I don't know how widespread popular it is, but I think it was a good game. I thought it was, a, it was a very 
cool game like a way to like sort of introduce people into like XCOM style games you know kind of like tactics yep. games which I think was really cool um, and I'm glad that they are making a new one because it shows that it was popular enough that you know they're, they're making a sequel right um, I'd be interested to see what they add or what they do in the sequel they didn't show any gameplay right they only showed the cinematic trailer which was pretty good um, did they show any gameplay um, no, there is there is a gameplay trailer of it that you can watch separately. Oh, oh really? I've seen some okay. gameplay of it. Yeah, there is. Some so I haven't, I haven't seen the gameplay of it yet. But... It's not a thousand miles away from the original. Like yeah, it's, yeah, I imagine. But it's more of the same, and that's what you want. That that model worked. The the formula worked. People enjoyed it. It, it was massively successful, by the way. Oh, okay, cool, excellent. It was a huge success. Uh, in fact, I'm going to Google how many copies it sold. Mario Rabbids copy. This is always yeah. fun. Uh, <laughs> Live content. Listen to me, Google's there. Yeah, uh, copies I'm just sold. I don't. I don't... So, so Mario, Mario Rabbids. I, I was. I, I, so it sold two million physical hmm. uh, as of September the second, twenty eighteen. That's pretty good. Um. So that's actually quite good for a that's for a weird title yeah. like that. Successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mario Rabbids. Two million. Expected to have sold at least ten times that amount by now. There you go. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Doubt that, but whatever. Um. Cool. Okay, so that that was Mario Rabbids, and then the other big announcement was the um, Avatar. Avatar, game. yes, Frontiers of Pandora, which I thought looked really cool for a CGI demo. <laughs> yeah, for a CGI demo, sure. Yeah. yeah, like were we seeing gameplay footage? What what were we seeing there? Like, I, I'm not sure. Like, were we seeing the because it's the Snowdrop engine? Yeah, um, which is a really powerful engine. It's the same engine they use for Division. Uh, they actually use it for Mario Rabbids as well, which doesn't really show it off, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it looked gorgeous. That game did like Avatar. It was called Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Yeah, I think, Frontiers the of Pandora. Title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. What What were your thoughts on it? I mean, I think the Avatar universe is really cool. Um, I didn't. I don't, again, don't know if we were seeing gameplay or if we were seeing just like a trailer. Uh, I guess it was in engine, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm, I'm sort of tentatively interested. They're also making a new Avatar film, right? Yep. So yeah, I guess that ties into it, right? Where they're trying to revive the Avatar franchise, I guess. So it makes sense that they're making a game. Um, but yeah, it could potentially be cool, I guess. I don't know. how. What did you think? It looked great. Like it, it looked amazing, and but I, I have the same feeling now as I should have had when I, I saw the division trailer for the first time. It's mm. probably not how it's going to look when it comes out. Um, I, I don't know if it, if it was CGI or if it was gameplay. If that was gameplay, like that universe has so much potential because the Avatar universe is a really like moldable universe. They can do whatever they want with it, um, and that the, the mechanics are really cool. Like the the creatures are really cool, and the idea that you are an avatar in that world. Yes, okay, we've clearly built a world here for gamers. Like, I yeah. think that's going to work. It's just, I don't know what I was really looking at, because it was, it was unclear whether it was gameplay or CGI. Yeah. So, exactly. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm really interested to see how that develops. Mm, yeah, be interested definitely to see where, yeah. it, come, where it goes. Yeah. Um, so that was the Ubisoft show. Um, again, it was a great, it, it, was, it was a great disappointment to me. Um, I'm sure other people would disagree, but I just found a show that was nearly entirely about DLC and buzzwords was not really what people want to hear anymore from mm -hmm. E3. It felt like something you'd see at E3 in like 2012. It, it, it was time-locked. But we can move on to... Yeah, let's the, move on to... Oh the my champions. God. Yes. The champions of the show. Devolver, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, um, I love you guys so much. Like You are a breath of fresh air in this industry every time you come out on on screen mm. I, i'm assuming you've seen devolver show oh yeah it was fucking fantastic like oh, just... the whole 
the whole dumb, you know, the, it's just it's just the amount of self awareness, right? Which is like great in terms so of like self aware. Then doing like, the dumb thing of like it's the Devolver Cinematic Universe yeah, kind of thing, like, and then throwing the marketing executive out of the window, like you know, like <laughs> killing them as well. Like they just yeah. keep replacing them with different ones and stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so good. It was oh. So clearly, that show has been informed heavily by like the core people at Devolver. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just been given to a marketing team and gone, hey, go and make this and make it pretty. It's so informed, like like it it was it was super aware of the industry of what was going on. It was really sarcastic and really snappy, like the non withable tapes. Oh god, the NFTs. That, that was genius. That was, that ten, that was ten out of ten. I spat my drink out when that bit came up. I was like, okay, that is genius. And yeah. and where they're like, we've made it so they can't be fucked with by breaking off the plastic tab, and that's how tapes used to work. Yeah, exactly. I've never thought of that comparison before, and they've they've gone and like been like, oh, that is what an NFT is, I kind of I guess. Yeah. Um, and there was the whole crypto dra- jabbing. There was um, Nina's progression. Um, oh God, yeah. what is happening with Nina? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I so there seems to be like two Ninas now. There's like no, no, no. That's not it. No, it's a meta story within a meta story. Right. Okay. Okay. I think you know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting so excited about this. Yeah. No. 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 Because because it is is back on my screen. Yeah. It it is like because obviously there's like the Nina who's like also okay. I want to so who is like the junior executive Nina, but then there's also like the Nina who is like in the videos Nina yeah. where they're using her likeness or something. It's just, well, so do you remember at the end of last year's where she she gets told by the, the crazy woman, like the, not the crazy woman, but the, the, the woman who's trying to replace her? Yeah. She gets told, um, I'm going to erase everything that you know, all your memories, and I'm going to make you into the perfect executive. I think uh, that happened. Like, okay. I think that's what they're hinting right. at, because yeah. right at the end of the show to the, this week, she wakes up and she's like, fuck, fuck yeah, when she wakes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... Guys, it's... it's 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 almost movie like the storytelling is now. They've like, done so yeah. well, with, and I know it's just a the, marketing show and it's a press conference, but this it's is working, genius. right? It's like it. it's very self-aware marketing. They're like, yeah. yes, yes, this is marketing, but also we're yeah. going to play into the fact that this is marketing, and also yeah. fuck you. Kind well, of they're, thing. they're actually saying all the way along, like marketing is stupid. We understand it's stupid. It's to make people buy things they don't want. Speaking of things that you don't want, here's some amazing games, and that's my point: yeah. is that they didn't just announce games; they announced some really fucking good games. Oh yeah! Like I was hyped for these games. So um, to, to go through them and stop me if uh, if you want to talk about one, Shadow Warriors Three looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Like looks beautiful. Don't really care about it myself, but it looks gorgeous. I don't know if you're into that series at all, Shadow Warriors. I've never played it, but it seemed like it's like a sort of fun kind of action series, right? You know, like yeah, yeah, exactly that. Like it's also it's, got, an it atti- got an attitude kind of thing. You know, like doesn't course, take itself yeah. too seriously, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that looked great. There was a game called Trek Toyomi, um, which was the one set in feudal Japan. Uh, yes. Which was like their sort of attempt at Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. Um, didn't really think much of it again, but that that was that was a, like a Devolver big budget title. And Devolver are not really good at big budget titles, I, I would say. I think they're way better at kind of sticking to their indie roots. Yes. Like, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, that's what um, that's what I'm there for. Is like a Devolver, someone who likes Devolver stuff, right? Is that yeah? Like yeah. And then there was so following that one was a game called Phantom Abyss, uh, which looked interesting. Again, it looked a bit experimental. I think like... I think Phantom. So I'm a personal fan. Like I, well, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, like anything that's to do with like traversal, traver- eh, traversal and movement. 
right? But not speech, apparently. Yes, and, and not speech. No, I, <laughs> yeah. can't, I can't speak today. Um, but yeah, so Phantom of the Best looked really cool because it's like sort of Indiana Jones, you know, um, sort of tra- bounty, like treasure, treasure hunter vibes kind of thing, but like very much played like a platformer, kind of like Death Run. It kind of looked like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Death Run, which is what Death Run is. It's like a type of game mode that was like a big. It was very popular in like Counter Strike. Oh no, I'm like, thinking of Deathloop. Sorry, I was like, I've heard of it. That's but... Deathloop. Yeah. So, so, yeah. De- so, it's sort of like you know, um, when it first said asynchronous uh, multiplayer, I assumed it was like, oh, so, so there's one person who's in charge of traps, and there's like a bunch of players who are like you know trying to get through the dungeon kind of thing. But it just seems like it's just kind of like a time trial sort of thing, which is also cool. Um, you know, so the whip mechanics are kind of cool, like, you know, like moving around and pulling yourself towards objects, momentum-based movement, very cool. Um, but yeah, I guess we can, we can, I'm, I'm interested, I'll be interested to see how popular it is when it comes out, but, um, yeah, as someone who likes movement mechanics, I am, I am looking at it with an eye, you know, I have one eye open, kind of thing. I think it looked cool, again, it's Devolver, so you never know what it's going to be, it's going to be bonkers and bizarre and weird like like didn't they do my friend pedro was that was that devolver uh yeah yeah that yeah, yeah. devolver, devolver yeah. was the publisher of my friend pedro yeah yeah um so then following on from that was wizard with a gun which just looked awesome mm-hmm. like did, did you see this trailer yeah 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 the trailer oh. was fucking fantastic yeah the, ga- the gameplay i'm like okay it's like another roguelike kind of thing which is cool but um the trailer itself stylistically was very cool. yeah yeah. So to me, it looked like if Bastion and Hades had a baby, yeah. you'd get this. Um, and you can see they're trying to have their, their go at a Hades game. I just thought the art style was gorgeous. Like the, the 2D, 3D stuff, which which was a big thing at E3 this year. A lot of games were doing that like Octopath Traveler style. Yeah. Or 2D, 3D, which we can talk about as we go on. But um, And then following on from Wizard with a Gun. But, uh, by the way, I've already pre-ordered with, Wizard with a Gun. Oh, wow. I put yeah. it on my list, at least. Yeah. Was Death's Door. So this is the one that got me the most excited. Mm. Um, this was the like isometric mm. again, like a I would say Zelda-like, but not quite. Did, did you see Death Door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember. This just looked beautiful. Like I want to play this game. Yeah, it's it's sort of remind. There was a game that came out called Titan Souls. It gives me that kind of vibe. Oh yeah, Titan Souls is great. Yeah, like, it yeah. gives and and I like that game, but there's never really been a game that's come out that's touched that one. So, Titan Souls was like if Zelda and Dark Souls had a pixel art baby, you'd mm. you'd get Titan Souls effectively. Um, yeah, it's and very... that's what this. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so no, I was just gonna say it's like a action RPG, right? You know, top down, yeah. top isometric. Exactly. Action RPG, Thank you. That's so. the genre I was looking for. Action RPG. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we hired you, Ollie. <laughs> this is why we brought you into the fold. Yeah. Um. But yes, yeah, so Death Door looked amazing. I was really into that. And then there was this one called Inscription, which was uh, like a like a like an old style card game, like an old an old graphical style card game. Yeah. But done with like I can't even describe it. Like it was it was like a roguelike survival horror thing. Mm. Did you see it? The yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, look, it looked kind of weird and interesting. I guess kind of like you know like. Darkest Dungeon, but with like yeah. card game kind of thing. Yeah. Well, actually, well, I guess it had Darkest Dungeon vibes, and it looks like it's very much just kind of like you're you're like playing this in a tavern kind of thing with like cards yeah. and stuff, like a board game, which is cool. Um, it's made by the person who made Pony Island, and that game is pretty fun. Like in terms of like a weird like, uh, not a game that's not quite what you think it is kind of vibe. Uh, so maybe this game will have like elements of that in it. Um, I'm not sure. I mean. 
for people who are into like the card game, like the the genre, you know, kind of like your um, God, what's the really popular one called? Hearthstone. Um, I mean, Hearthstone would would be up there. What's the what's the one where you're climbing a tower and you're playing with cards? Oh my God! Oh. I have on um, Switch. Um, Spire of something, something Spire. Uh, a bit sp- abyss something. Oh, this is, I'm sorry. This is going to be really fucking annoying for, for listeners to listen to. I was. I need to know the name of this game. Um, Slay the Spire. That's it. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Something. See, I'm not that old. I yeah. know what's going on. I can dab. I know what the kids are talking about. <sighs> fucking I'm hell. Floss. Jesus Christ. I can do all that stuff. I can, I've now got the um, in Fortnite. I've got the dynamite emote. Yeah. Both of them. So Excellent. now I can be all cool like what the kids are doing. I can do dynamite. I know that stuff. I know that song. Oh I'm hip. God. I'm with it. Oh uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so Inscription looked amazing. Very, very into that. And it also, it's a little segue here, a little side note. Um, I was listening to a recap uh, of another thing that's going on on one of, one of the other podcasts I listen to, which is TCGS, mm. the computer game show. Uh, and Sean Bell is the guy that keeps recommending all these really cool games that I ended up really liking. So uh, Dorf Romantic is one that he recommended, and I tried it out and loved oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a few others. Well. Yeah. And he called out Inscription at the same time as me, and I was just like, oh, that's a really interesting-looking game. And he said the same thing. So I feel like me and him have got a very similar taste in games, which oh, is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that was interesting to hear. Um, and then after that, they went on to this weird mobile game oh, called Tumble Devol- Time. Yeah, Devolver Tumble Time. Which, well, I mean... It, it looks like, um, God, there's a game from King that it looks like. Uh, Princess? No, not Princess. Diamond Diary Saga. Diamond Diary Saga. It, it but, like also, like... but also, that it's like Disney's Sum Sum. Sum Sum, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't really care about that, but... I, I mean, it seems it like it's like there, that's... again, as like a marketing kind of thing, yep. being like, hey, look, play this mobile game, sink all your time into it, get addicted yeah. to it. You know, I mean, that's Devolver obviously trying to get a, a, a moneymaker out, which is fair. Yeah. That's fine. Go for that. Exactly. It's low hanging fruit and easy to do, so there you go. Didn't think of that. And then, then there was a Switch exclusive boxed physical only game called Demon Throttle. Yep. Which I didn't I didn't think much of, but it's typical devolver. It looked cool. Mm. Um but it was it, that was a bit too old school for me. Like it was the two D um like old style game is what it was. Yeah. I thought I thought it was a bit too far deep into hey, this is a really old game. So I, I, didn't really I, care I quite, I quite like the look. Of, yeah, I quite like the like the look of it. The fact that it's a physical exclusive is a bit, uh, a bit weird. A bit weird, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. fair enough. I mean, that's what they're going for. I mean, it may, maybe it'll pay off as a strategy. Um, but I think it's cool. I, I think it's a cool cool idea for a game. Um, well, as, as in like it's a cool aesthetic for a game. Sorry, is what I meant. You know, like the idea. It just looks like you know, like one of those old school kind of like SNES game kind of like RPGs, right? Um, yeah, like Castlevania exactly kind of thing. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that was the Devolver show. There was also Terra Nil as well, which I didn't get to watch the trailer <sighs> off. I need to watch that later. That game. Um, I don't know if they showed it off. In I don't think they showed it off on the on on the showcase, which is a uh, a fucking shame because that game looks great. It just looks really satisfying. So um, oh, I forget who like it's by Free Lives. So they're a company who's made like a bunch of they made like Gorn for VR and they made yeah, they made Brave um, Force, didn't they? Yeah, Broforce yeah. and um, genital jousting, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so that game is oh, basically all wow. about what. So I'm watching it now. Oh my yeah. god, it looks very satisfying, right? It's like this idea of like you know, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's a it's a it's a city builder game, but instead of like you know, in Factorio, you're kind of like polluting things. It's the opposite. So you take like a polluted world and you're trying to like uh terraform it and make it like really nice to stay in kind of thing like you know make like basically clear, clean up the environment add like you know greenery there's 
animals, stuff like that that come in. It just looks incredibly satisfying to play. So uh, I would definitely keep an eye out for that one when it comes out. Uh, Terra Nil. That was yeah, a game. I'm just, even, I'm just even... watching the. I'm watching the trailer for it now. That looked gorgeous. Yeah, yeah even like, even. I want that. Yeah, even before E3, I was I was keeping an eye on it because I think it's based off of like it was a game jam game that that team did at some point. You can play like a actually I think you can download and play a pixel version of it on itch.io. Um, like a very early version of it. So then they basically went like, "Hey, this game's cool. Seems popular, and it seems to be like fun." So then they've obviously polished it up and coming out with a full release for it. So yeah, I'm very interested in that game. That looks very cool. Beautiful that game is. Uh, mm. I've just looked at it now, and I'm already trying to work out how to buy it. Yeah, it doesn't exist. So <laughs> it's not out it. yet. It's not out yet. Um, yeah. So, so the rest of Volvo, they had the Max Pass Plus, which was obviously their piss take of subscription services. And, yeah, and monetization uh, as a service. And, yeah, which and... is which I think is totally fair. I think it's good. It's it's a good take. It's right on the nose. Like yeah. it's, it's spot on. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> they, they they did a really good job, and, and yeah, they did make my friend Pedro. I'm just checking through their their backlog now. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. They publish a lot of really really good indie games. Like I think that's that that the Volvo have a pretty good. Uh, Pretty pretty good sense of like what games to put under their brand in terms of like for for their what games they want to publish. It's like they I think, just know what they're doing, don't yeah. they? they? It's like they, yeah. For for me personally, it's like the two sort of indie game publishers that I always like to look at is Devolver and Annapurna uh, Interactive because yeah. they, they always seem to have very good uh, takes on indie games. Uh, for me personally, like I even just even looking at the Annapurna, like I mean I'm gonna throw this in because along with Devolver, but Annapurna did like a very it was literally just one minute teaser of the things that are coming up because they're doing a bigger event on July 17th or something I think where they're actually doing gameplay reveals. But just watching that teaser, I realized there's like four games in there that I'm like, oh, these are the games that I'm actually excited for, <laughs> kind of thing. Like the the, the the indie games I'm excited for, uh, which is very cool. So I'm uh, definitely going to keep an eye out I don't know if you've that. seen as well, but you know the non-fuckwithable tape? Yes, someone they bought sold, it, right? They sold one of them for $1,000, and all of the proceeds, so the, the full $1,000, uh, is going to the Scratch Foundation, which is the online coding charity for kids, where teaching Excellent. kids how to code. That, that's, that, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Good. Yeah, just brilliant, Devolver. Just keep doing this stuff. Keep being, keep being yourselves. Don't get sucked up by horrible corporate gaming. Keep doing your thing. Like yeah, I, mean, I genuinely cannot wait to see what happens to Nina next year. These are the you know Devolver is. I mean, obviously, you know they are a publisher and a business at the end of the day. Yeah, but, of course, of but they course. are. But but like you know, it's Devolver and Annapurna and all these like smaller in like indie sort of like publishers or like publishers for indie games that are the things that I look to in terms of like, hey, I'm happy to consume all of your content and that's um you know and play the games and all of these things, and you know, they they are the the cool, the cool guys in the industry, for lack of a better term. God, I hate the fact that I use that term. But you know, they're 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 the people that I look up to in the industry. I guess you know. Um, well, of course they are because the they're doing it right, and yeah. they're also they're speaking to those of us that have been through the industry and been like a little bit jaded by it. Um, and they're, they're sort of revitalizing the the feeling of love towards gaming and stuff because they're just trying to do their best. Exactly. And right. at the same time, make a ton of money. You can see that okay. you can you can see that they are they they at least are aware of the corporate entities within games and are like, hey, you know what? It's kind of fucked, but also. You know, we're less of a corporate entity, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that was Devolver. Um, for anyone on. that hasn't watched the Devolver show, yeah, get out, go watch, watch it. it. Please watch it. It 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 it's so worth it. 
Uh, even if you're even if not into their games at all, which you don't have to be, yeah. just watch the show. It's so good. Anyway, moving um, on to a corporate entity. <laughs> Yeah. Um, who's next on the list? I've lost my Microsoft. list. My... Microsoft. Oh, and Bethesda, Microsoft. Which, I'm not going to lie, I think they did a great job this year. I'm with you 100% on that, Ollie. They smashed the back doors out of E3 this year. Yeah. They did really well. Like, I mean, leading with Starfield was genius because we all want it. We all know where, where it's going to be because it's the next big Bethesda title. Mm-hmm. I'll admit they didn't show much gameplay. They showed that trailer, but it still looks amazing. I, I want to play that game. Um, are you hyped for Starfield? I mean, I'm 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 curious. I'll, I'll wait. For, I'm always someone who waits for gameplay. Uh, you know, when when it comes to games like this, so uh, I will see what the actual game is because it's just kind of like you know, it's a teaser. It could be anything, kind of thing. You know, like we don't have any idea of what the game will actually be. It's a cool teaser, and I'm interested. But you know, is it? It's just a teaser. It's not gameplay. Yeah. So good thing to lead with because that basically says to the audience, okay, we're setting the we're setting the bar here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Here it is. And then they right. went in with Halo, Halo Infinite. No, 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 no. Oh, before, okay. Before, before we get, okay. You know what? Let's talk about Halo Infinite. Okay, right. I was just going to say that that their their movement towards a free multiplayer. Yes. Microsoft, you geniuses. I will you... say, like, especially and yes, is like the fact that they're going free to play. Ten out of ten. Great idea. Getting me very interested to play Halo again. As someone who used to play a lot of Halo 3 and a little bit of Reach and then kind of fell off. I haven't played Halo in a while, but I'm very interested now. The fact that it's free to play and it's going to be yep. on PC and Xbox, whatever. Yep. Right? And crossplay and all exactly. that stuff. Everything what you want. Like, I just. Oh, don't. What are you doing, Microsoft? How are you doing this? Like, they've got the Game Pass, which, which is just dominating the industry. Mm-hmm. Like,. And I'm saying now because obviously we've got Sony's show coming up after E3 because it's not part of E3. They're just coming afterwards. Yeah. There's something coming out of Sony where they're going to present um, PS Plus 2.0. Yeah. PSN 2.0, whatever it was. That needs to be something really fucking good. Otherwise, Sony are in trouble. <laughs> so, so for me with, with with Halo, I just want to talk about Halo Infinite, right? So yeah, the, yeah, story, sure, the sure. story trailer, yeah, it's cool. I'm not I'm not super into the Halo storyline anymore, but it seemed you know serviceable. And I remember they showed gameplay. Like, was it last E3 or was it earlier, like this year? Um, they showed some gameplay for Halo Infinite, and it looked okay. It looked like Halo kind of thing, you know. And I think they they took the feedback on board because holy shit, the Halo Infinite multiplayer trailer was the best trailer I've seen uh, at E3 this year. So it was far. great, wasn't it? It was so good. They they knew exactly what they were doing in terms of like what would get people hyped for Halo again. You know, yeah. um, the the actual gameplay footage and the sort of like. I, it's weird to talk about, but almost like the choreography of like the the things that were happening in those scenes was like ten out of ten. Like I compare, I, and, and you know, because again, we're we're talking about an Xbox. They showed off the yeah. Battlefield, the Battlefield 2042 gameplay reveal, right? And I'm very hyped for Battlefield 2042. I'm very interested to play that game I as well. Everyone. That game as well. But you look at you, if you compare the gameplay footage of. You know, Halo Infinite, where they're doing like the really fast-paced, really quick cuts, action. You know, like showing off the cool parts of the game with the grappling hook, like pulling things, like pu- pulling like weapons towards you, and then using that to like take out a moving warthog. And the warthog doesn't even explode; it just has like physics on it. It just like flips over yep. as all the things fall out. It's, like looks so good. And then you look at like Battlefield 2042, and they're going for like big bombastic things, but it's not really like. I mean, it's kind of like set pieces. It's like cool, like you know, this is. 
this is kind of like looks visually cool but in terms of like what battlefield is actually about like the chaos of battlefield of like you know there was a little bit to it where you know they drove the atv off the hotel and blew it up a, a, a thingy a chopper kind of thing right but you know there was no gunplay we didn't actually get to see any there was literally zero gunplay in that trailer so we have no idea what the actual meat and potatoes of battlefield of the game looks like like which is kind of a shame and then we saw like um the you know and you know showing off like the vehicles and the tanks and it just kind of like looks kind of slow in comparison to like Halo Infinite's trailer where everything is just fast it's frantic action people are like you know weapons are just flying towards you like you know he's using like the car- like the final cutscene where like the final sequence where he throws a grenade at like a an energy sword, and then the energy sword flies towards him because of physics. He catches it out of the out of the air, and then sla- and then goes to slash the guy with the shotgun. And because he like lunges forward, the shotgun shell like the shotgun blast misses because it goes un- like over his head. It's like oh my god! Like it was so good. Like just the choreography was. Fantastic. To be clear, that is going to be free to play. Yes, exactly. And that's the other like, thing is that like I'm like that if that's that is how you get me in. Like I'm like. All of my friends talking about like Battlefield 2042, you know, being like, oh, you know, I'm hyped for the game, but I'm I'm over here be, look, looking at Halo Infinite, being like, I'm I'm in, like I want to play the game, I want to try, like because so, that that trailer sold me, like that's so, how you make a multiplayer trailer. Like, so tomorrow night, tomorrow night, we're going to be sitting down uh, in our pajamas with our boxes of popcorn, ready to watch the Nintendo show. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm calling it now. Master Chief is going to be at the start of that thing going into Smash. I almost, I'm, I'm almost right. willing to put money on it. Call, call it now. Place your bets. This is it. Because by the end of the Nintendo show, we're also going to have the Xbox Game Pass on the Switch. Yes. I'm almost, almost guaranteeing it. All right. Like, just what, after seeing what they've done to Halo and what's mm. coming, I don't know how they can't not do that. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. They're I'm, really I'll be fine up. to be wrong. I mean. I mean, Master Chief is technically already on Switch. You can play him in Fortnite. So yep. You can play well, him. You can play him in Minecraft. You know. So. Yep. Yeah. So he's he's about. He's, he's already there. Around. He's existing on the and Switch. It is, a, it is definitely a time to get people interested in that character again. Oh, for sure. Um, but anyway, we could get lost in my conspiracy Sorry, theories yeah, yeah. about Nintendo, or we could do a bonus show or whatever. But we'll see. We'll probably catch up on that one next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, moving on from Halo Infinite, you were getting really excited about something, and I very rudely jumped in with Halo. What were you um, oh, Stalker 2. So I'm a massive fan of Stalker. I really, 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 really like Stalker. And so they showed off the footage of Stalker 2, and it looks really good. Obviously, because for E3, they have to play up the fact that it's a, you know, they kind of made it more cinematic, like fast paced, kind of like, oh, shooting everything, blah, 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 blah. But um, for me, the stalk, like the heart of Stalker is like very much the atmospheric, kind of like the everything fucking sucks kind of experience of stalker where it's like very slow paced like you know you're having to do lots of really janky inventory management yeah yeah yeah, kind of thing and yeah the the oppressive things and all the weird stuff that's going on like it's got this like like there's all these natural weird occurrences in the zone which is like you know like radiation and explosions i forgot what they're called they actually have a name and they drop like artifacts that you pick up and you can use to like power yourself up but so i'm really excited to see Stalker 2, uh, like, see how it is, because I really like the first, like, um, what's the first story? Like, Shadow of Chernobyl and uh, Call of Cryptia. Yeah, what's the first one called? Stalker 1. Yeah, Stalker, no, 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 it's because no, there's three Stalker games which are just, like, they, they don't have, t- like, n- like, 
This is why the, this is technically the fourth Stalker game, but it's called Stalker Two. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I'm not really into yeah. the Stalker series. Like, it, yeah, to be yeah. honest, that, that one to me, I, I didn't. I'm glad you pointed that one out because I, I kind of breezed over that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it looked cool, but it's not. It's not exactly my, right. My I, I think it's very much for people who are already interested in Stalker kind of thing, right? Because we've been like people who who like Stalker have been waiting for. Gosh, I don't know, like over ten years for like a new Stalker. Oh wow! Game. Okay, so, yeah. so it's been that long since Stalker Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, Stalker. Stalker I mean, 3? I think I think Stalker, the first Stalker, came out in two thousand seven, and then I don't know when Call of oh, Duty okay. came out. So let me have a look. Stalker. I remember, I remember seeing it come out, but I could not age what I was at the time when it came out. Like that could have been ten years ago or thirty years ago. I have no idea. So Stalker, um, the the light, the last Stalker game came out in two thousand and nine. So it's it's been a while. Uh, but I am I am very excited because also, also the company GSC Game World has been through a fuck ton of problems uh, over the years in terms of like restructuring and like hiring and money and trying to make free to play battle royales and it failing and all this other shit. So like I'm excited to see them just be straight up like making a Stalker Two kind of thing, you know. So I'm very excited. So next up was a brief mention of Outer Worlds, to Outer Worlds Two, which is great. That game was uh, brilliant. I loved the I loved Outer Worlds. It was a game that came out two or three years ago that was just a great space RPG. Mm-hmm. Did, did you? Did I you did play not. Outer Worlds, I, I did not play Outer Worlds, but I did play Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds, yeah. I, I knew we were going to get to that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sort of building at something here because the next announcement was the one that had me screaming. Like I was going, no fucking way. Yeah. Ah! Like I was so excited because Jack Sparrow is coming yes. to Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. for a free content update next week. Yep, which I think um, is a great crossover. Good idea. Yep. Good marketing. Uh, I mean, so I'm just saying, I went back through my forum posts um, when Sea of Thieves first came out. I wrote that expansion. That's me. I did oh this. It was me. Oh like, I literally God. so so I outlined a, a plan for the Black Pearl to be capturable in the game and then be like a temporary ship on the server. Mm. So you claim it and you get all these bonuses and stuff. And then at the at the end of that, I then go off to outline a storyline with with Jack Sparrow showing up mm-hmm. and the first mate and then uh, Davy Jones. And I wrote all these mechanics, including the mermaids, where I gave them factions and stuff. Oh my I, I'm not God. joking. Like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that I've written this but it is really on the nose it's like oh it's God. really close so i'm I'm in the process of, of suing rare uh, oh, not okay rare. yeah so, so this is it we're <laughs> opening our case for clark versus rare yeah um, and it's going to be happening so nintendo are going to get involved as well because they've got pretty good lawyers yeah you better uh, lawyer, you better this. lawyer up microsoft yeah. you better lawyer up microsoft i'm we're coming, coming at you, you. Yeah. i've got 50 quid to spend on a lawyer i'm ready exactly we have um, a podcast so but, uh so the reason i'm bringing that up is because this is what I wanted in, in Sea of Thieves years ago, mm. and they're just putting it in. They're putting exactly that in the game. Yeah. So we, we're getting amazing new story content, we're getting amazing new mechanics, and this free um, Disney crossover, which just looks phenomenal. Mm. Like, did you see all the underwater swimming? And yeah, the, it looks great. Like, oh, God, it looks so good. I'm so excited. Like, I may not be around uh, the week when that game comes out, because we're going to be doing all the tall tales like, in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. So my CFPs gang, we were all messaging each other, going, "We're booking that day off," and I was like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." Yeah, <laughs> and we're already yep. on that. So very, very hyped about that. I, I, I can't remember if you went back to CFPs or if you played it. I did play it a little bit, and that was my first experience. Yeah. But that was cool. I mean, I'm sure if people, CFPs is for me is one of those games where it's like when people need like an extra player, I'm like, "Yeah, sure," I'll just, and they just send out a message. Like, yeah, sure, I'll jump on. 
kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really hyped to be with my crew in in that game because that that looks that that was a brilliant announcement. So yeah, very good. That's in, enough of me fan spazzing over Sea of Thieves. I'm really, really excited. It's called Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life. Uh, there's a trailer out there, and it's a crossover with Sea of Thieves, Jack Sparrow, Disney, and and Pirates of the Caribbean, which can be good. Which which also opens the possibility that we're going to have some Pirates of the Caribbean sea shanties added to the game. Yeah, which I'm excited about. So we'll see about that. Then uh, they moved on to Fallout 76. They revealed a roadmap. Do you sure. care about Fallout 76? No, whatever. As sure. No one. No one gives a shit. It's I'm fine. sure. Great. I mean, the game doesn't look that bad. It looks like it could be quite fun. Uh, but you well, know, I'm not. It, I'm not. Uh, it eh, does still whatever. have a, a small issue. It, it's free on the Game Pass, but you can't download it. It doesn't work. I've, oh. I've tried multiple times on three different computers now, and it won't download. Oh. It just doesn't work. Like it's. Oh, it's so frustrating. Uh, so it, it, I say it won't download. Like most of it downloads and it starts playing, and then it just breaks oh. and just it, it won't log in, it won't start. Da, da, da. Like it's, it's riddled with that problems. Sucks. So yeah. don't really care about that. But but with that, talking about the Game Pass, there there's a ton of Bethesda games being added to the Game Pass soon, Doom. including Doom Eternal and a couple of the other Dooms, which are great games. Um, game Pass is going to have a big boost this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, along with the fact that I'm pretty sure it's coming to the Switch. If it's not, I stand corrected, but I believe it's coming to the Switch tomorrow. Um, and then there was Forza Horizon 5, which just looked stunning. Yeah, it looked what, what great. Did you think? It looked so good. Like right, grab... Those rocks. Did you see those rocks? Those, <laughs> those are some good-looking rocks. They rocked. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah. No on my screen where it says make a joke about rocks. It, oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gonna cut. I'm, I'm, I'm making a note. I'm making a note. Making a note to cut this. Don't you dare! Don't you dare, Oliver! <laughs> All right. You're too powerful. You become too strong. But um, yeah. Force Force Horizon Five looked uh, fantastic. Yeah. I I mean I can't wait for that. Like I, I've just got into Forza Horizon Four on the because uh, it's free on the Game Pass again. Yeah. The Game Pass, the Holy Light. Um, that looks amazing. Like it's Forza, but as an MMO, which is what we've been waiting for. I think with Forza. Yeah. Um. And it just looked gorgeous. It did. It did go a bit Grand Theft Auto at one point, where uh, there was like the bowling pin stuff and all those crazy like sub games and whatever, which I thought was like, eh, whatever. But the overarching game just looks beautiful. Like I can't wait for that. It's set in Mexico, I think it was. Is it Mexico? Yes. Yeah. With the with you, know, they were talking about the murals and the graffiti art. You know, that was so cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Was that cool. was cool. Like I'm into that. I'm, yeah. I'm hyped for that. Right, so so good. The then they moved on to. I think it was Microsoft Flight Sim was next, uh, yeah. which is coming out on console. Yep. So that's coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, uh, and that's coming out at the end of July, which cool. Flight Sim was a great game. The more people playing that, the better. Yep. Then there was the Battlefield 2042, which I think you've talked about, um, and and I, I, so like, it looks amazing. I am excited um, for it. I want to see more like boots on the ground gameplay. I want to see yeah. more more like shooting gameplay. They showed off the plus system where you can change your attachments on the fly, which is cool. But yeah, yeah, I which, that was the bit in the lift where it like stopped for a second. They were like messing around with the menus. Is that, yes. that bit? Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, they are. I mean, I guess they're playing into Battlefield, which the big Battlefield thing, which is you know vehicle combat and boots on the ground stuff, and the yeah. wings. To be fair, the grappling hook, the wingsuit, the zip lines all looked great. It uh, looks like it'll be a ton of fun to just play with a bunch of friends Ooh. and just dick around. Actually, them, right? so because I'm not really into Battlefield myself, like I like the fact that it exists. I love the theme tune to it, but I've yeah. never really enjoyed the game. Um, it did have this cool mechanic where it's that there's that like tornado moving around the battlefield. Yes, the weather just, effects and stuff. Yes, so that to me is like an inverse of what Battle Royale is. Yes, because Battle Royale, you're all racing to get to the center. This looks like something that's going to move players around in like a 
like a, a weird way. Like, yeah, sure yeah. It's, it, it's just it's just to like spice up the game, like the minute to minute gameplay. Isn't like it's just gonna be like a random. It's gonna be like a random event that happens on maps. I assume. Yeah. Uh, that's just gonna be like, oh, you know, you could. It's just gonna create really stupid moments and stories for people to tell, which I think is great. That, that's what you're looking for in in Battlefield. Like, Battlefield is one of those games where it's like you, each player kind of you can you know you can play a match of Battlefield and you have a story that comes out of it, right? You know, you have these yeah. really amazing stupid moments, like emergent uh, gameplay. Yes, emo- that's yeah, yeah. thank you. That is that that is the word I was looking for. Emergent gameplay. Uh, I love. <laughs> I, lo- I actually love that term. But, um, well, you, yeah. you, you are, you've either got emergent gameplay or meta gameplay, which is where you create your own games within games. Yes, yes. Um, they're, they're your two terms. But uh, so there you go. You've all learned something about game development today. Um, <laughs> but then, following on from Microsoft, there was the Gearbox show, which we're going to do a very brief chat about because I don't think there was much in I that. The, the main point of that one, the, the Gearbox one. No, I don't think I caught. Oh before. wait, oh wait, there was they showed off um, the Tiny Tina game, yeah. right? Yeah, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. Like yeah. it's got um, what's the name of the pony? But horse or something. I don't know. Ask ask pony. It's a horse called Butt Pony or something, and it, like he's back, mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, she, he or she. I'm not sure on the gender of the pony. Um, pony Teams One Land looks amazing. It's more of Ashley Birch, who I love. Uh, it's got uh, Andy Samberg as a voice in it, so that tells oh, me wow. that this is going to be pretty. Yeah, it's going to be pretty epic. Um, but the, the big thing about the Gearbox show is that they announced that Godfall, which was the PS5 um, exclusive game, is coming to PS4. Oh. Which was a game that was supposed to not be able to work on PS4 because it was built for the tech infrastructure of PS5, which is telling us that maybe the marketers have been lying. Oh. Telling some fibs. Um, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Godfall is a terrible game, I would not recommend anyone spend their money on that game. It's awful. Oh boy. Uh, it's coming to PS4. So it's also suggesting, and this is why I wanted to mention this point, is that Sony have now realized that the PS5 is not anywhere near as impactful as they want it to be. Obviously, they can't shift units because they can't produce them quick enough. And they're also realizing that they've got this millions and millions of user base on the PS4 still yep. that still want to play games. And yep. the PS4 is not a dated console. Nope. It's not. Like, it's a very strong console. And I I, I mean, I, I've got expendable income, so I can afford a PS5. I just don't want one. Yeah. So, hmm, not sure where that's where we're going with that one. It's a strange place. Mm, um, very, yeah. You, you, I mean, we'll see with the Sony announcements after E3 if they do anything that will shift units, but yeah, they really got to shift some units. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Convince uh, people then, to buy PS5s. Uh, then they, they also showed a, a trailer for, well, a clip of the Borderlands movie, which is looking like a movie. I'm not really sure what to say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also confirmed that Homeworld 3 is in production, which it, uh, if you played Homeworld, it was a great game for its time. Not particularly sure it's aged very well. But for its time, it was great. It was one of the first PC-like uh, Sims in like super beautiful graphics. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, so yeah, that that was a thing, um, and that that was it for the the bigger shows. And then following was, on from that was the PC game show. There was there was um, Arcane revealed uh, Redfall. The people Arcane, the people who made yes, um, right. Sonnet and Pride. Right. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't gameplay again. It was just a cinematic trailer. But it was kind of a cool, you know, kind of take on vampire hunters versus vampires. But it was a bit quirky and you know a bit fun. But had cool, had very cool like magic elements to it, which I thought was it interesting. Looked, it looked awesome. Like it looked like Left 4 Dead with with vampires and wizards. Like, yeah, that's how it felt to me. More interesting but than more interesting than Back for Blood. That's for sure. Yeah, because Back for Blood, I have to admit, I, the more I see of it, the less I'm getting interested in it's it. Just, it's just Left 4 Dead 3. 
It, it is, but but I love Left 4 Dead. But it, to me, it just seems like an over-marketed version of Left 4 Dead. Like, yeah, basically, it's it's losing its heart, and I'm not really into that. Yeah. Uh, but what I liked about uh, Redfall was the the character. There was like the witch, um, African American character with the big black kind of afro. Mm. Uh, not afro, like um, what are they called? Were they like bouncy curls? I'm not sure. Is that a hairstyle? Do you know who I mean? I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so her character seemed really interesting. She seemed really cool. Mm. It seemed to have some really cool mechanics as well. Yeah. I, I can't think of her name now. Like, it's, it's at the top of my head as well. Was it Layla? I don't, I don't remember the name. I just remember the, the action in the trailer was pretty cool. Yeah. It just looked awesome. So I'm into that. Like, really, really, really hyped for that. And also, I think I messaged you when I was watching it. And I was like, uh-oh. There's a big vampire lady. Uh oh. <laughs> Someone needs to calm the internet down. There's a big oh vampire lady on screen. Yeah. Here we go again. Because I, I did get the immediate feeling that there was going to be some heavy push into big vampire lady. Yes. Um, but no, it seems like they've quite well balanced it. The the villain looked really cool. And the ending shot where the villain's like growing over the city and all the yeah. shit's coming out of their body. Like, oh, God, it looked good. I was, I was into that. Um, but following on from that, we went on to the PC game show, which I wasn't really expecting to be any good, and I was very pleasantly surprised, mm. because one of the things that came out of it was a game called Sacrifier. Sacrifier. Did you see Sacrifier? I don't think I actually... I think I only watched like the highlights of the PC gamer show, or I only watched the beginning. I, I saw the the Naraka Blade Point um, update thing that they're doing, which I didn't realize how popular that game was on Steam, which I guess is good that they highlighted that it was the most played open beta on Steam or whatever in their uh, video. But I mean, it was... Buzzword. Yeah, buzzwords, buzzwords. But yeah, Mm. uh, I I think it seemed kind of cool. I'm interested in that game. But yeah. So I've sent you a trailer for Sacrifice. If you give it a watch while we're talking. Um, This to me was like, it, it was like if Octopath Traveler wasn't as like edgy as it was so so it's again like the two-dimensional sprites on a 3d background um it looked gorgeous like it really really interesting like i'm super hyped on this one um and then there was also the next game from chucklefish which is a game called starmancer um which looked amazing so it's set in a space station and you're effectively you're you're not trying to build a space station you're trying to get people that work in a space station to do their jobs like you're trying to influence a space station okay which is kind of a cool concept because you're like an AI trying to make sure all these people feel happy and stay happy. Hmm. And it, it looked cool. Like the, the trailer again looked amazing. It was just something that really stood out to me as like I'm probably going to buy this game. Oh, okay. So um, sorry, I just I just did a Google. So it's being it's being developed by uh, Om- Ominux Games and it's being published by Chucklefish. That's uh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, sorry, I, I slightly misspoke there. Yeah, it's because public. It's, no, no, no. It's, I want to correct because like Chucklefish are they're a developer and a publisher. So I was just exactly, checking. I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm not. I didn't know Chucklefish were making this game." But um, yeah, that's cool. All right, sorry. But yeah, this game yeah, looks really I'm cool. Like, yeah, like, I'm super hyped on that one. So my my eyes are on that one. And there was a few other. So there was a, a trailer for Team Seventeen where they showed some really cool games. Uh, they've got some really interesting stuff in the pipeline. Um, what else was there? There was um, Harold Halibut, which just looked weird. I'm not entirely sure what that was. Um, Harold Halibut? The Dying Light 2. Oh, Dying ah. Light 2. Okay. Yes, Dying yes. Light 2. You can talk about that one because yeah, I don't so know. I'm, I, I'm very eager for Dying Light 2. Uh, it's one of those games where it's like one of the AAA games I'm still kind of interested in because it has like 
the parkour elements of the movement mechanics and that it's like a melee focused game rather than just like a shooting game. Uh, the gameplay footage I saw of it seems pretty decent, seems pretty interesting. Uh, I am still interested to play it. Might be a fun co-op game as well. I think that's one of the best parts of uh, Dying Light 1 is that you can play the whole game co-op and it's just a good romp with friends, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I'm still very interested in Dying Light 2. Looks cool. Uh, the the combat looks uh, cool. Like all the throwing throwing mechanics and um, you know the the locational based damage is still in the game, which is also very cool and very important to make that game interesting. So yeah, uh, I am excited for Dying Light 2. Maybe not as excited as like. Uh, what was it? Halo Infinite? But, yeah, um, yeah. Halo Infinite was the one that really sold me. But, yeah, Dying Light 2, I'm still, exci I'm, I'm still excited for. Uh, there is a lot to be excited about. Like, this actually mm. felt like a proper E3. Like, I've come out of this and I'm like, okay, I'm hyped for like eight I things. Mean, we've only seen two days I, yet, dude. Like, we've, exactly. we've still got Nintendo. Nintendo and Capcom are on right now. So, Capcom are probably showing, I, I would assume, DLC for Resident Evil. That they're actually playing live right now. Oh, really? Um, okay, yeah. Yep. And there's also, there's another, Let me let me look it up. Who is next? Um, so I was talking to my little brother about it earlier. It is Capcom and do 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 Take Two. Is who are on now? Okay, cool. So, so my guess for Take Two would be something WWE because it always is. I mean, they're um, just going to announce more. I'm, I'm assuming more Red Dead Redemption Two online stuff yep, and more GTA online stuff. So I, I saw thinking... an announcement saying that they weren't going to announce any new games, so there's no like. Uh, Red Dead Three or like GTA Six or anything like well, that. Well, I think so. I think their kind of workaround there is that they're announcing GTA remasters. Of course, they're not new games; they're old games remade. Um, I think anyway, I would assume, uh, and then maybe like some XCOM stuff and Civ stuff. But yeah, I, don't know, like, I think I think people would actually be quite interested in like a San Andreas or like a GTA Four remake because uh, I think those games are still quite popular. Like I think people yeah, really like yeah. Nico. Nico Bellic as a character. So. I, I love Nico and I loved uh, San Andreas. Oh yeah. God, I love that game. Yeah, so it was really good. So, so yeah, that was um, that, that's what's going on right now. Um, but yeah, so so the, it just seems that there's like bits of news coming out constantly from E3 this year, which I like. Like, there's little bits being announced. Like, yeah, it's um, exciting. It's it's really cool. And like every time I look on the website, there's new stuff, mm. which is great. Like that's how I like E3. Yeah, the web interface for their recap stuff is actually pretty cool as well. It's I was having a look at it just before the podcast. It? Yeah. Yeah. With all the little boxes that you click on, and you get the trailers. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. cool. That the, the, and also you can search through things. You can see when the next conferences are. Yeah, they've done a really good job of the online stuff this year. So yeah. Did you see um, the one that got me, what made me laugh, is um, Smite is getting Stranger Things. Oh my god. Smite is so fucking weird, man. Like, all the tie-ins they have. Like, oh, I mean, they gotta do, I, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to keep the game alive, but, you know, I think it still has a pretty healthy concurrent player base, but, like, yeah, sure, all the Stranger Things, come on, put them in here as the storm, where they, where they belong. <sighs> Look, I mean, Blizzard aren't gonna do any, they're not gonna do any tie-ins, man, you know? You gotta you got, you got, you got get these independent companies, like the Smite company. I don't even know who makes Smite. Um, but yeah, like, sure, why not? You know? Um, so yeah, that was E3 um, so far. That's E3 part one. Because, yes. Uh, oh, actually, no, one, one thing we did miss, one game that I wanted to call out was Two Point Campus. Oh, um, yeah. That looks so good. It's the people that made Two Point Hospital, which is the people that made Theme Hospital. They disbanded and re reformed like 10, 20, 30 years later or whatever. Mm. Um, they've now gone on to make a campus game. Yeah. 
So you're building a university campus, effectively, which I thought looked really cool. Like, yeah, it, it did nice. look cool. Yeah. I'll play that. I'm, I'm sold on that one. Um, Sim games. Yeah, just being aware of time, I think... Uh, yeah, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> we're really pushing this there. But yeah. we knew this one was going to be a long one. It's yeah, it's going to be a long one. one. I'm week. sure next week we'll have even more to talk about in terms of uh, E3 stuff, because we've had the, the Nintendo, pro, uh, Nintendo I, and Sony to talk about. So, Well, right now we're in, we're in one of two timelines. We're in a timeline where Master Chief is in Smash, or we're in a timeline where Metroid gets announced. Well, Those two timelines I don't think can get crossed. Because but, it's going to be one or the other. Well, I guess we'll fight. You know, we're going to fight viewers. You're going to have listeners. Viewers? Oh my God. Viewers. Listen, <laughs> listeners, you're going to have to find out which timeline we are in next week. But, yes, um, you will. Um, because we are really pushing it this week. We're, yeah. What we're what we at? Seven hours now? Yeah, we're at about, we're, I think we're at about three days. Uh, I'm running uh, out of food. I've re- I really need to go to the toilet. Uh, for like the past <laughs> like yeah for the past week you know uh, you know um, but please yeah, send so... us please send us food uh, and water we're running out you know um, <laughs> yeah but yeah we're we're basically we're, we're okay, actually we're actually we are, we're actually playtesting dying like three uh, we're at, we're actually where this is being sent back to you guys we're actually in the year thirty twenty nine. Um, well, so I'm also a little bit frustrated because I know one of the announcements for Nintendo tomorrow and I'm very excited about it, but I'm Ooh. not allowed to talk about it because I'm unfortunately shh, restricted. Shh, Some, shh, someone shh. accidentally told me something hush, about hush, the announcement. Well, you guys will see the announcement tomorrow. Uh, well, depending on when you're listening to this. I guess we're recording this on Monday. Well, but I'm going to be watching it, it live. Like, I'm absolutely watching um, Nintendo live tomorrow because I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it'll be very um, cool. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening, and I guess I'm going to close up the show, if, yes. if that's okay with you, Ollie. Of course. Um, so this has been the Sunfire Tavern episode 37. I'm actually trying to ad-lib now while I get my little script back up on the screen, because I've lost it. <laughs> there it is. Which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with myself, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, uh, discussing the hot topics from the week, and this week, specifically, we've talked about E3. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to drop us an email, you can do that through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Uh, next week, we're going to be recapping what we hear on the Nintendo um, E3 show. And also, we're going to be considering opening up the Discord so that people can now join us for conversation mm. uh, once we get our kind of bits and pieces sorted in terms of what we're building and what we're setting up. Because obviously, I don't want to jank it and it'd be boring and crap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye on the Discord because we'll be opening it up shortly. Cool. Um, Ollie, do you have anything else to say before we close up for the week? Um, no. Uh, I guess play. Play. Go play Mark. Go play. Go play Mark while you're waiting for your E3. Waiting for E3. <laughs> Because uh, it's a fun free-to-play game that's on Steam. Why not? Go for it. Also, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, at least if you're yes. in the UK, because it's really fucking hot. It's insanely hot. It's it's disgusting, in fact. Like, it's... Th- what was it, 28 degrees today? Yeah. Also, I, whoever invented hay fever, I... I I I, w- I will not wish death upon you, but I wish that you trip over every week and bang your toe. I'm, and also, I know that hay fever isn't a man-made in- invention before people start throwing con- conspiracies at me. Yeah, that's true. It's probably the same um, person who invented the 5G coronavirus. So, yeah. The longest ending to a podcast God, ever. sorry. Sorry. I don't know what, where my brain's going. I really need food. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to enjoy your food, Ollie, and I'm going to play a little bit of Death Stranding tonight. Um, hopefully I'll have something to say on that next week, otherwise it's just going to be us screaming for 55 minutes as we... 
are so excited about whatever Nintendo's announced. It will be an hour of us saying we told you that Master Chief would be in Smash. It'll be an hour of me just going, I can't believe he's not in Smash. What the hell? Where's the game pass? (laughs) The two timelines. Yeah, no, that's the fourth timeline. Oh my god. Because Metroid and Smash are going to exist no matter, it doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Mm. Uh, We're rolling the dice tomorrow and we'll even talk, I'm going to talk to Ollie this week about doing maybe a kind of a maybe a short show just about the Nintendo thing yeah. if we have the time. I don't know if we're going to have the time though. But otherwise, thank you everyone for listening to the Sunfire Tavern episode 37 and we will definitely catch you next week. Yep, see you next week everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.